from the studios of Fractal Recording, this is The Mystic Show, episode 80. Welcome back to The Mystic Show. I am Chris Curran, your host, and I'm happy you're joining me now. And um, I sometimes forget to mention that you can, um, you know, you can comment on our posts on the show, on on the website, and um, give your comments, and we can we can have a dialogue back and forth here if you have ideas or questions about anything we cover on the show, you can always go to the website, um, themysticshow.net, and uh, post comments and have a conversation. Uh, This is the show, The Mystic Show, where we talk about, well, we talk about the unseen and the otherworldly. That's right, spirituality, meditation, mindfulness and self-help, personal development. And I think if you were to implement these concepts in your life and actually practice what we're talking about, it would make a big difference in your spiritual growth. We broadcast live every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. That's 8 a.m. New York City Time on the Fractal Stream. And then we archive every show in iTunes, in Stitcher, and on our website. Like I mentioned, www.themysticshow.net. All of our past episodes uh, and also links to our social media and links to the Fractal Stream. And so our website is, um, yeah, I'd actually be curious to know what you thought of our website too. Um, I mean, it's pretty simple, but um, every show is tagged with all different keywords, and you can search by all kinds of different keywords. You can browse the keywords and all that. It's kind of interesting. And of course, our sponsor is Pause Your Life. That's right. They do meetups and retreats. For those people who feel like they need to hit the pause button on their life, and just stop. Actually, not stop. Pause. Right? Sometimes we need a pause. I mean, sometimes when I'm eating, right? Sometimes when you're eating, you're eating and you're eating and you just... I mean, you're still hungry, you want to eat more, but you just have to take a pause. So you just, you know, you stop eating for five minutes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is that, I hope that's not a bad analogy. Uh, But sometimes our lives get so crazy, right? Today in the modern world with all these distractions and shiny objects, we we get caught up in everything and then we get sucked in 
and then we don't know how to stop or pause. So that's what Pause Your Life does. Pauseyourlife.org is the website. Pauseyourlife.org. And today, we're going to get right back into our new book. Well, it's new for us. We're reading it on the on the show right now. It's written by the English mystic James Allen, and it's called From Poverty to Power. And it was written in 1901. And we started reading the first section, which is called... It's called The Lesson of Evil. Yeah, The Lesson of Evil. Um... So that was two episodes ago, because last episode we interviewed uh, Joni Isinger, which was very cool. So, The Lesson of Evil, we read half of it. We're going to read the other half right now. And um, I think we should just go ahead and and start reading it, and then we could talk about it afterwards. I did want to mention, if you're listening... Um, if you're listening from home, and you're kind of like... You're able to relax, maybe you have a cup of tea, and you're sitting somewhere and you're listening to the Mystic Show and relaxing. Um, when we, when I read from the books, um, you could probably just close your eyes and, and you know, follow along to what I'm reading um, without the distraction of your eyes being open. Of course, if you're listening while you're driving, uh, don't do that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, or even if you're cooking or if you're jogging or working out, I mean, there's a, you're not going to be able to close your eyes, but, um, but you can still listen, of course. So let's get right back into it. This is, uh, again, from the book From Poverty to Power by James Allen. This is the continuation of, um, I guess it's the first chapter. He doesn't label them as chapters, but, It's called The Lesson of Evil. All evil is corrective and remedial, and is therefore not permanent. It is rooted in ignorance, ignorance of the true nature and relation of things. And so long as we remain in that stage of ignorance... We remain subject to evil. There is no evil in the universe which is not the result of ignorance, and which would not, if we were ready and willing to learn its lesson, lead us to higher wisdom, and then vanish away. But men remain in evil. And it does not pass away, because men are not willing or prepared to learn the lesson which it came to teach them. I knew a child who, every night when its mother took it to bed, cried to be allowed to play with the candle. And one night, when the mother was off guard for a moment, the child took hold of the candle the inevitable result followed, and the child never wished to play with the candle again. By its one foolish act, 
it learned and learned perfectly the lesson of obedience and entered into the knowledge that fire burns. And this incident is a complete illustration of the nature, meaning, and ultimate result of all sin and evil. As the child suffered through its own ignorance of the real nature of fire, so older children suffer through their ignorance of the real nature of things which they weep for and strive after and which harm them when they are secured. The only difference being that in the latter case, the ignorance and evil are more deeply rooted and obscure. Evil has always been symbolized by darkness, and good by light. And hidden within the symbol is contained the perfect interpretation, the reality. For, just as light always floods the universe, and darkness is only a mere speck or shadow cast by a small body intercepting a few rays of illimitable light, so the light of the supreme good is the positive and life-giving power which floods the universe. And evil, the insignificant shadow cast by the self that intercepts and shuts off the illuminating rays which strive for entrance. When night folds the world in its black, impenetrable mantle, no matter how dense the darkness It covers but the small space of half our little planet, while the whole universe is ablaze with living light, and every soul knows that it will awake in the light in the morning. Know, then, that when the dark night of sorrow, pain, or misfortune settles down upon your soul, and you stumble along with wary and uncertain steps, that you are merely intercepting your own personal desires between yourself and the boundless light of joy and bliss. And the dark shadow that covers you is cast by none and nothing but yourself. And just as the darkness without is but a negative shadow, an unreality which comes from nowhere, goes nowhere, and has no abiding dwelling place, so the darkness within is equally a negative shadow passing over the evolving and light-born soul. But, I fancy I hear someone say, why pass through the darkness of evil at all? Because, by ignorance, you have chosen to do so. And because, by doing so, you may understand both good and evil, and may the more appreciate the light 
by having passed through the darkness. As evil is the direct outcome of ignorance, so when the lessons of evil are fully learned, ignorance passes away, and wisdom takes its place. But as a disobedient child refuses to learn its lessons at school, so it is possible to refuse to learn the lessons of experience, and thus to remain in continual darkness, and to suffer continually recurring punishments in the form of disease, disappointment, and sorrow. He, therefore, who would shake himself free of evil which encompasses him, must be willing and ready to learn, and must be prepared to undergo that disciplinary process without which no grain of wisdom or abiding happiness and peace can be secured. A man may shut himself up in a dark room and deny that the light exists, but it is everywhere without. And darkness exists only in his own little room. So you may shut out the light of truth, or you may begin to pull down the walls of prejudice, self-seeking, and error which you have built around yourself, and so let in the glorious and omnipresent light. By earnest self-examination, strive to realize, and not merely hold as a theory, that evil is a passing phase, a self-created shadow, that all your pains, sorrows, and misfortunes have come to you by a process of undeviating and absolutely perfect law, have come to you because you deserve and require them, and that by first enduring and then understanding them, you may be made stronger, wiser, nobler. When you have fully entered into this realization, you will be in a position to mold your own circumstances, to transmute all evil into good, and to weave with a master hand the fabric of your destiny. Okay, that's the end of that section. Let's take a quick break.
Yes, welcome back to The Mystic Show. Thank you to Anya for this musical interlude. It's called Once You Had Gold. Yep. Thanks, Anya. And welcome back to The Mystic Show. Again, we broadcast every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on the Fractal Stream. And then we we archive it as a podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and our website, themysticshow.net. Themysticshow.net. And wow. Well, there's a reason we're reading James Allen on this show, right? My goodness. What a great uh, selection this was. And, you know, okay, so the section is called The Lesson of Evil, and he's basically saying that ignorance is is the evil, right, that each one of us has, and that's what causes the suffering. And, you know, again, he, he gives this example of the child who wanted to play with the candle, and then... The mother said no, but then the child, when the mother turned around, the child grabbed the candle and got burned. And he says, he says, this incident is a complete illustration of the nature, meaning, and ultimate result of all sin and evil. So the child was ignorant of the real nature of fire. So the child had to suffer to learn the lesson of the nature of fire, right? I think a more modern example is uh, touching the hot stove, right? The child touches a hot stove and then never touches the stove again. <laughs> so this is our lives, right? I mean, this is this is the school we're in. These are the lessons we have to learn. And um, he also talks about the, the ignorance being darkness and the good being the light. And, you know, if you look at the universe, right, the universe is full of light. So many stars just beaming this bright light. And the only place that there's darkness is where the light is blocked. So, in a, I think that's a great analogy because it really lets you understand that there is only light and the darkness is not it's not real it's just a passing phase as he says we create it and and then when the when the uh the obstruction moves there's light again right or the other example he gave that you can shut yourself up in a dark room and you can claim that the whole world is dark or that light does not exist. Um, but that's not true. But you can, you know, knock down the walls of your room and let in the light. So, and then he... He talks about a really important concept, and again, it's totally in line with the Mystic Show, because we we like to talk about all kinds of different topics, and you know, 
esoteric concepts and high ideals and, you know, the the unseen and otherworldly, right? But we also like to to temper that with uh, personal development. All right, you know, how can we become that which we need to become? And James Allen in this section says we have to be willing to learn and put in some effort. So that that willingness um, to learn is so important. He says we have to strive to realize and not merely to hold as a theory that evil is a passing phase. So this is um, something I came across in my many trips to India. You know, there's different ways, and, and we've talked about a lot of them, but there's different ways that people practice spirituality. Some go to a religion, they call that spirituality. Some people, I mean, there's a zillion ways you can practice spirituality. One of the ways that I've seen in the world, various people have been practicing it, is they they just say kind of like, everything is up to God. Like, I don't have to do anything. You know, it's all God's will, right? They kind of like absolve themselves of any responsibility, any need to change. They continue being who they are. Uh, they're, they don't put in any effort. They don't really want to learn anything. They don't think they have to learn anything. Um, and they just, they just say, oh, it's all by the grace of God or something. And that approach always struck me as kind of like escapism in a way that you're just trying to avoid your personal responsibility. And we all know deep down that it's, it comes down to, it's our own personal responsibility to become what we need to become. Now, of course, God or divinity is always there to help us. But we, we're a co-creator in, in this thing, right? We actually have quite a lot of power, and sometimes that scares people, right? That can scare us when we realize that, as, as James Allen said in the last line here, he says, when you have fully entered into this realization, you will be in a position to mold your own circumstances, to transmute all evil into good, and to weave with a master hand the fabric of your destiny. I mean, that's pretty powerful stuff. And and again, in theory, it sounds good. In theory, I think it's right. Um, but each of us has to live our life that way, right? The day-to-day, right? It's always, that's always what gets you. Because the day-to-day is relentless. And trying to learn these lessons over, you know, learning more lessons and more lessons. Because... You know, you can overcome some part of your ignorance, but then when you when you gain more wisdom and you raise up in your spiritual level, you're going to have to face a higher level of ignorance that you have. And you're going to have to overcome that and then the next level. So that's why 
my spiritual guide, he wrote a book called Towards Infinity. Because that's where we're going, towards infinity. And the journey, it, it, it's pretty much infinite. Meaning that it's not like one day we're going to achieve some level and be done. I mean, maybe at the highest of highest level when you, you know, you merge with the divine, you have no awareness, you know, your body dies, like, and you're just, you know, the drop becomes one with the ocean again, right? Loses its identity and everything. I mean, whatever that is, right? We don't know what that is. But I guess whenever that happens, you're done. <laughs> but until <laughs> but until that point, um, you're not really done. So, wow. Just I, I really just so appreciate James Allen. It's it's not even funny. So real quick, I want to read a, a a passage from our other book, Three Sixty Five Dao, Daily Meditations by Deng Ming Dao. And this little tiny passage, again, it's one one little page for each day of the year, and this is actually for today. This section is called Independence. So I'll just go ahead and read this real quick, and then we can talk about it if we have a couple minutes. Okay, Independence. A solitary crane in winter snow needs no jewels. A single crane standing unconcerned in the falling snow is the very image of independence. It needs no one, it is secure in its environment, and it is capable of going through life alone. Its independence stems from self-sufficiency. It needs no clothing, no building, no wealth, no status. It is content, even glorious, in its naked identity. So, too, with ourselves. There is no need for dazzling clothes, an impressive career, an awesome temple, nor a bejeweled master. What we want is something far beyond such externals. What facets of your personality are encumbrances? What personal aspects prevent you from being independent? These are the areas that will define your self-cultivation. For you must strive to stand alone. This doesn't mean that you won't ever join with others, but you will do so as an individual who will cooperate just as much as is necessary. In this way, you will never be lost in a group, and you will never fear being alone. So there you have it. That's called independence and it's interesting the author says you have to learn to stand alone and that's that's actually a chapter from the James Allen book Byways of Blessedness which we read previously on the show which is a great book I mean obviously 
Well, thanks for listening. I'm glad you could join me. I hope you found these concepts interesting and valuable. And as you move through your day, maybe if you want to write down any notes, if you have any thoughts, if you have a diary, you can write them down or maybe you need to start writing a diary. It's a big part of uh, self-cultivation for sure. So, well, until next time, and as always, keep shining.